Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Check out our new website for all your news, updates, and episodes at NASCARfieldfiller.com. We have one spot left in the field, so let's fill up the last row with our host, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. It's been more than a week since we've had an episode on this podcast, and that is because we had Easter weekend happen, no races were going on, so I just figured, you know what, I'm going to go hang out with my family, have a good time, maybe try to find some Easter eggs, didn't find any Easter eggs, it was really sad, but other than that, it was still really good, but now we come back to NASCAR here for the 8th week of the season, and we're going to be going to Martinsville Speedway, the Half Mile of Mayhem, the Paperclip, the Augusta National of Racetracks, the track that Jeff Gordon dominated, the track that everyone hates Joey Logano at, the footlong track with the footlong hot dogs, the Vickernism Raceway, where Brian Vickers absolutely lost his mind and created a new word called Vickernism. There's a lot of names for this racetrack. Either way, it's one of the most popular races because it's an action-packed short track with um, long straightaways, short turns, and there's really only one lane you can get around there on the turns. It's a lot of fun, and I can't wait for it. And best of all, it's going to be a night race. We never thought we'd see night races at Martinsville a couple years ago. Now here we are. How great is it to be in current NASCAR? But before we get into all that, we got to make sure we get our picks lined up for our Saturday night race. There's some good drivers to go with and there's some bad drivers. In this episode, we're only going to be focusing on good drivers and which ones you want to put on your fantasy roster and which ones you would want to put as your fifth or sixth. Maybe take a gamble on. So it's time to get into it. These are the top fantasy picks going into this weekend at the Blue Emu 500. Alrighty here, 15 drivers we're going to talk about, 5 of them elite guys, 5 of them okay guys, 5 of them take a gamble on, after that who gives 2 shits, we're not going to put them on our fantasy roster because you can only put 6 on there and 5 will count at the very end, you can only use 1 driver 10 times throughout the entire regular season, so be smart where you pick them. First driver we're going to start off with is going to be the number 19 of Martin Truex Jr. I think he's going to be a really good pick here in this race. Now, one thing that could scare a few people, which I understand was his last finish here at the most recent race, wasn't that great. He finished 22nd. At the same time, though, he did score 29 fantasy points, so it wasn't like that this was the spot that he was running the entire race. No, he was running really good. The finish just didn't show his results. So, let's look at the other races before that one. Let's go back five races. He's won the last two. And then he's finished 8th or better in the other 3, scoring 33 or more points in each of those races. That is very damn impressive, and I think Martin Trex Jr. is going to be a good one to go with. He might be the first driver this season to get multiple wins in the Cup Series. Next driver I want to bring up, let's talk about the most recent winner, the number 22 of Joey Logano. Yes, like I said, Joey Logano is hated at this track. Nobody likes him. He's a prick here. He's a prick at other racetracks, but it seems like Martinsville, he just really gets under the skin of everybody. But there's a reason why he gets underneath the skin of everyone is because he's really damn good and he's really damn aggressive at this racetrack. And his results have shown really good results. Here's the last three finishes, third, fourth, and eighth. 
42 or more points. He does have a little bit of a blotch here four races ago where he finished 19th, but he still scored 23 fantasy points. Then the races before that, he won the race, and then he finished 6th, scoring 35 points in the spring race. I think Joey Logano's going to do really good in this race. There's no reason to see him all of a sudden start doing crap here at Martinsville. I mean, he just came off a win. You know he's going to be riding that momentum. He's going to be starting at the front. I think Joey Logano is going to be good for another top five here at Martinsville and going to score 45 or more points. And then we're going to include his partner here. Let's include Brad Keselowski on here just for the simple fact that in the last five races, his worst finish is a freaking fifth place. How do you even beat that? There's no other way. That is phenomenal for any driver at any racetrack, let alone Martinsville, one of the toughest short tracks out there. And Bo, oh, by the way, in those top five finishes, he does, in those last five, excuse me, he has gotten a victory. He got a first place with 60 points, the most points you can score in a race. Definitely a great pick to go for here at Martinsville. I think Brad Keselowski could even be a better pick than the other two drivers I just mentioned. Uh, very consistent. Don't know if he's going to be the eighth winner this year, but hey, who knows? This season's been absolutely crazy, and I have not once predicted the winner for any of the races. I think the closest one I was to was Kyle Larson down at Las Vegas, and even then, that wasn't really that close at all. So, hey, maybe Brad Keselowski's the winner. Maybe I should put a bet on that because I don't think he's going to be. Next one up, we got to include the most recent winner, Chase Elliott, number nine. He's done absolutely phenomenal at this racetrack. Yeah, he does have some finishes where he's finished outside the top 30. That does happen with Chase Elliott, but he's always been like that. He's been a guy who either runs in the front or something happens to him and he finishes near the back. I think that's why everyone likes him. He's so great. Well, most people like him because he's such a good guy. But also his racing is really exciting because we don't know if we're going to get him finishing a top five or a victory. He's going to be there near the end or he's going to wreck out. A lot of people enjoy that excitement and he's kind of the same thing here at Martinsville. Won the most recent race and then the other ones he finished fifth. DNF finished 38th, finished second, seventh, and ninth. Really good finishes. I don't think he's nearly as consistent as the other three drivers I mentioned, but this would be a good track to see Chase Elliott back in victory lane. And the last of the best drivers to go with, let's include Denny Hamlin in the number 11. There's no reason to keep him excluded. Scored 327 points in the first seven races. That is so damn phenomenal. If you want to know what the average is for that, he is scoring about 46 points a race. 46 points a race! That's unbelievable! And guess what? You look at his averages in the last six races here, his average is almost about 46 points in all honesty. Finished 11th in the most recent race but scored 44 points. He did have a 24th. Um, We're going to exclude that one. That's kind of the blotch that everybody up here except Brad Keselowski has had in the top five. He finished 4th, 5th, 2nd, 12th. Could this be the race where he gets finally his first victory of the season? I don't know. I'm I'm more leaning more towards a mile and a half than seeing Denny Hamlin win a short track. Is he going to be in the top five? More than likely. He's been so damn good. If you've kept him in your uh, fantasy roster for the first seven races, yeah, you're one gutsy son of a bitch, I'll tell you that, because you've wasted already seven picks on him. But you can't even really say that you wasted them because he's been kicking this season. So if you want to put him on again, by all means, go do it. He is on fire right now, and I don't see anything stopping him. So those are the top five picks. Martin Trex Jr., Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott, and Denny Hamlin. 
Now moving on to the pretty good category. This is going to be probably your third, fourth, maybe even your fifth pick of your fantasy roster. First one I want to start off with is the number one of Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch was having a really good start to the beginning of the season. Now he's kind of dipped a little bit, not going to lie, but he can really turn things around here at Martinsville because he does really good at this racetrack as well. Uh, in the last six races, his worst finish has been a 12th place finish, and then his best has been a top five. I don't see him going for the victory here, but I see him getting a solid top 10 in this race, maybe scoring about 35 to 40 points. I can see him doing that in this race. Would be a good step in the right direction and definitely a good person to put on your fantasy team for this race. Next guy I want to move on to, let's include all of Penske. Once again, I seem to always do that. Ryan Blaney in the number 12. Um, I don't know why I didn't put him in the top five because his finishes here are absolutely phenomenal. Let me tell you the last six. Second, second, fifth, fourth, 20th, third. So besides that 20th place finish, he's been just as consistent as Brad Keselowski has been here at Martinsville. So honestly, Ryan Blaney, it's a good opportunity to add him once again onto your fantasy roster. He could be right up there with those guys and maybe even compete for his second victory of the year. I think he's definitely going to be probably between a fourth and eighth place car. But still, if he's still been finishing that good here in the last few races here, no reason to stop on the momentum now. Maybe put him on your fantasy roster. Definitely a third pick for me. Next one I want to include is Alex Bowman in the number 48. So we're not going to really focus too much on the races before 2020 because honestly, they're not the best. Yeah, he does have a 7th place finish a few years ago, but other than that, it's really been between 10th and 20th place. But I feel like in what we've seen in the last year, he's starting to really grow accustomed to this racetrack where he has scored 6 in both races last year with 42, 38 points, on average 40 points. That's really damn good to have for your 4th or 5th pick driver. Alex Bowman may not be a guarantee top 10 because most of the races were he thought he was going to be up there he really wasn't so there is a little bit of that risk but hey I would use him more as a fifth pick guy and honestly wouldn't be a bad idea if he's able to do what he did last year um I mean 40 points for your fifth guy that's going to be really good so number 48 of Alex Bowman makes it into the pretty good category Now we got everyone's favorite driver, the number 18 of Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch honestly did not have a good season in 2020, so it's really hard to hold that against him. And right now, it's a little hit and miss. He is 13th in points, but still, you can definitely tell something is missing with the number 18 team. But it's really hard to keep him out of Martinsville because before 2020, he's just so damn good at this racetrack. He's really what Brad Keselowski was always up there in the top five, flirting with the victory, just not able to seal the deal. Well, except Brad Keselowski did it a little bit ago. What am I saying? Anyways, uh, ninth place and 19th last year. Yeah, like I said, a little bad. But before that, a 14th place finish, scoring 29 points, a third place, a fourth place, and a second place. So definitely the finishers are there. Definitely the talent is there. Is Kyle Busch going to be there? I'm going to lean more towards yes, and the reason why is because the most recent race there, yes, he did score ninth, but he did score 37 points, so he scored a lot of fantasy points. He still can show what he can do around this racetrack. Kyle Busch, definitely a good guy to take a risk on in this race. 
Ugh, took a quick little water break there. Uh, sponsored by uh, my kitchen sink. That's the only sponsorship I can get for these fantasy races. Anyways, last pretty good category guy I'm going to include is the number 24 of William Byron. William Byron has gone down at the beginning of the season as the second or third best driver in the Cup Series right now. With Rudy on top of the box, you know they are all cheering, Rudy, Rudy, because he has been doing phenomenal for this team, scoring nothing but top 10s except for the races at Daytona. He has always been up there, and I really don't see any different here going to Martinsville. Um, he's kind of like Chase Elliott where it's either going to be a top 10 or... Or it's going to be really bad. But honestly, at this point, he's been looking so good that it's really hard to keep him off the pretty good category. I can see him easily getting a top 10 if he keeps his nose clean in this race. I mean, Chase Elliott has been really good here. Alex Bowen has been good here. So Rick Henrik really likes this racetrack. So I really, really would be shocked to see the number 24 car struggle here at this racetrack in a season where they've been doing pretty damn good. So those are the pretty good guys. I got the number one of Kurt Busch, number 12 of Ryan Blaney, 48 of Alex Bowman, 18 of Kyle Busch, and of course, the 24 of William Byron. Now to move on to the gambles here. These are the guys that you want to probably pick for your fifth or sixth. These are the dark horses. All right, so who are we taking a gamble on? Who's going to be one of the drivers we're going to take a risk on in our sixth spot? Well, let's first start off with the number 21 of Matt DiBenedetto. Yes, let's include all of the Penske drivers. Why not? I always do it. Uh, two top 10s here last year, scoring around on average 30 points. And then even the races before that when he was with the number 95 team uh, with a 16th and 20th place, uh, maybe not the most phenomenal finishes, but still that was second grade equipment. And the number 21 team, Wood Brothers Racing, is definitely better equipment than that. Matt DiBenedetto has shown that he really does like this racetrack, and honestly, I could see him finishing right in between 9th and 12th, right around there, scoring around 28 points. That wouldn't be too bad for a 6-pick uh, guy. That would be more of a safer pick, just in case something happens to one of your other 5 guys. Um, so, Matt DiBenedetto, pretty good option to put as a take-a-chance guy. Next guy I'm going to talk about, let's talk about the number 23 of Bubba Wallace. I think Bubba Wallace is set for a top 10 in this race, and here's the reason why. Yes, he's had some wild finishes here. It's been up and down for him. 21st, 11th, 13th, 17th in the last four races. Where's the top 10? Why would I believe he would get a top 10 right now? He was doing that in the number 43 car. And let's be honest here, the number 43 car is not nearly as good as what it used to be. It's been like, I don't know, like 30 years since it's been good. Maybe even 40. Anyways, Joe Gibbs Racing obviously does really good here at this racetrack. I mean, we've mentioned quite a few. We've mentioned Martin Trex Jr. and Denny Hamlin in the top picks. And then Kyle Busch in the pretty good category. The only reason why I didn't include Christopher Bell is I just haven't really seen the results in the number 95 car. He's probably going to be up there in the top 10 too. Why wouldn't Bubba Wallace be there? Especially that he's gotten two victories here in the truck series. So he does really like this racetrack. Now he's in uh, a little bit better equipment. I could totally see that number 23 car right there in the top 10. I don't think it's going to be going for a top 5 or a victory. But hey, 10th place finish. Give Bubba Wallace some love this weekend. Put him in your roster. I think he's going to be a good 6 pick to go with. Alrighty, I know I was talking smack about Richard Petty Motorsports and how they're not really the greatest team and Bubba Wallace wasn't in good equipment. And then I looked at the next person on my list and uh, it's Eric Jones in the number 43 car. Didn't think that one through, but let me explain why. Eric Jones' finishes, eh, they, they haven't been the best. They're kind of in the same spot as Bubba Wallace, and now he's in lesser 
uh, equipment than what he's used to racing. However, we have seen what he's been able to do in that number 43 car. It may not be too flashy. It may not be anything spectacular, but he can be there at the end and get an, a pretty good finish for Richard Petty Motorsports. And honestly, that's what that number 43 team needs right now. They need a reliable guy who can bring the car home near the end and to get a solid top 10. I think Eric Jones can do that in this race. Probably going to be around the same area as Bubba Wallace. I'd say maybe a little bit behind. I'm feeling more of a 13th or 12th place finish for the number 43 car. But hey, again, I think he fits in the same spot as Matty Bandetto. Keep him as an insurance guy because you never know what's going to happen here in these short races. Then we got the number six of Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman has been an interesting pick. I'm not going to lie. Ryan Newman is kind of that guy that you don't really see making the playoffs, but he can get some solid finishes here and there. And this is kind of the same spot where he's there. You, you don't know if you want to go for him, but at the same time, you've seen in the past what he can do. Last year, nothing's too spectacular. A 12th and an 18th place finish. You're, n- you're not really turning heads going, ooh, we got to put that dude on our fantasy roster. But when you look at the past few finishes beforehand, when he was racing with Richard Childress, and even in the number six car, he has gotten two top tens in the previous five races. So he can definitely put things together here at Martinsville, and he does really good. The question is, what kind of Ryan Newman are we going to get? Are we going to get the one who's just hanging out there, kind of? Or are we going to get the guy who's going to solidly get a good finish in this race? Based on what I've seen the last few races by that number six machine, he's been doing pretty good. Roush Fenway Racing has been surprisingly making steps in the right direction. I can see Ryan Newman potentially getting a top 10 in this race. And if he's not, he's going to be very close, 11th or 12th. I think he can slightly edge out... Uh, Eric Jones, maybe even Bubba Wallace in this race. Pretty good guy to put as a six pick here at Martinsville. And then the last one, going to go for the big gamble here. This is why you take a chance on them. I'm going to go with the number 99 of Daniel Suarez. I cannot keep out Daniel Suarez after that impressive run at the Bristol Dirt Race. Now, I know it's a dirt race. This is pavement. That's Bristol. This is Martinsville. There's not really much that's the same for those tracks except they're both half miles. But like I said many times before, and we've seen it constantly here in NASCAR, consistency and momentum is so damn great. And it works so well for a team. And I can see Daniel Suarez getting potentially another great finish here for Trackhouse Racing. Now, looking at the stats, last year was just bad. There's just no other way to put it. I'm not even going to tell you the results. They were just bad. There was nothing great about him. But he was kind of with a mediocre team. Let's be honest here. That number 96 team isn't anything great. And then beforehand, eh, some all right finishes. When he was with the number 41 car, he did get a top 10. And then when he was with the number 19 car, he finished 8th. And then he had an 18th. So he definitely can be up there. Is he going to do it this weekend? He's. Uh, it, I want to take a gamble. I think he can do it. But there also could be a chance where he finishes 18th in this race or 19th. So that guy is definitely a big gamble. If you feel confident in your first five picks, let's say you're going for the top five guys and you think they're going to finish one through five, hey, throw Daniel Suarez on there. Never hurts. I know we're not going to be using him nearly as much as some of these other drivers. So hey, might as well. If some guy wrecks, hey, throw him in there. He might get you a solid finish and then you can save one of those other guys for a rainy day. And let's hope that Martinsville, it's not raining because there is a lot of thunderstorms going on, according to uh, Twitter. So, for the love of God, don't make it another Monday race or a Sunday race. Please, let's just have a night race and let's not worry about weather. So, those are our final picks there. Number 
21 of Matt DiBandetto, the number 6 of Ryan Newman, the number 23 of Bubba Wallace, the 43 of Eric Jones, and the 99 of Daniel Suarez. That will conclude today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I know we took a bit of a break there. Honestly, I needed that break because I had some stuff going on uh, personally, and I'm still trying to figure them all out. But I know that the one thing that always gets me going, no matter how rough things are looking, is this podcast and being able to share my predictions and also talk about NASCAR. There's nothing greater than that. So hopefully you guys are a little bit understanding that we didn't have too many episodes happen in the last 10 days. But since there was no race, I felt like that was kind of a good excuse. So, but we're back into it, guys. So thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time. So I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.